I'm Victoria. And I'm Joe. And we're Catholic wedding professionals who love working with brides on this journey toward marriage. As married women ourselves, we totally remember all that goes into preparing for the wedding day. All the stresses and obstacles, and we are here to help you through it all. So that you can prepare for the wedding day and marriage with ease. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Catholic, Catholic Wedding, wedding Podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Catholic Wedding Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking about something that I feel like is super relatable to probably every single one of you, or if it's not relatable, it will be at one point (laughs) um, in your life. So, and we're going to be talking all about the season of waiting and all about waiting seasons. And we have a very special guest here today. We have Griselda, um, and I'm so excited to have her on here. So can you please introduce yourself? Yes, thank you. I'm, I'm very excited to be here. So my name is Griselda, and I'm from Indonesia. And I'm recently married, and now I reside in Edmonton. So I'm in Canada, actually. Um, I have a full-time job as a marketer in a tech startup, but I also have a photography side business, um, which is a Catholic-based. And I'm currently working also in a Catholic project called Know Thee Better. So Know Thee Better is a project to heal the broken to return to God. That's awesome. Is Know Thee Better more for um, like reverts or for converts or for kind of everybody coming back to the faith? Um, right now I'm focusing on to the, um, I guess reverts, you can say it like more like Catholics, but they don't really, um, dive deep into Catholicism, but yeah, I'm still figuring things out as well for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. I think that's so needed. And my brother, Mm -hmm. he is a revert. So we grew up Catholic and, and he fell away from the faith and now he's back and like stronger than ever. So like, I really resonate with that. And I, oh, that's that's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an awesome, like thing to witness you know obviously not the falling away part but the coming back part (laughs) um and that's awesome that you're there to kind of help people tan through that so yeah major kudos to you Um, okay so you just mentioned that you're recently married um so can you share a little bit about like when you got married and like a little bit about how your engagement was as well Yes. Uh, so um, I know my husband, I guess, uh, since 2021, actually. So that's pretty um, like recent. Okay. And then we had a 10 month of engagement and then we got married in Canmore. So that's near Banff, if you know Banff with the beautiful turquoise lake. Um, and so we married there in Canmore um, on October 1st, 2022. Oh, so, so it's not recent. that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> like less than two months ago. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And how was your engagement? Um, I would say, even though it's, I would say it's rather short compared to others, perhaps, mm-hmm. but it was, I was really struggling with it. Like we were struggling, yeah. especially that part where we need to save chastity as well. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is such a waiting, like, yeah, we, we have our struggles. Yes, for sure. No, I think that everyone can kind of relate to that. And there's always different ways that the devil tries to attack you and like purity is definitely one of them for sure but Mm -hmm. it's so excited that so exciting that you got married and everything is he (laughs) from canada no he's from chile so south america yeah that's awesome (laughs) and you both ended up in canada that's pretty cool yes (laughs) do you guys plan to stay there forever is that where you want to stay or do you want to go back to like one of your home countries 
Uh, we like it here. So yeah. we we're trying to get like permanent residency and also later on citizenship. But yeah, so That's we're still awesome. waiting. That's another waiting period. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that ties right into our topic today. So as I mentioned in our little intro, we're going to be talking all about the season of waiting. Um, and I'm sure like a lot of people have heard of like waiting seasons and stuff like that. Like I know I've talked about them on my personal Instagram but I have had, had I have had several people reach out to me and just ask me like what do you mean by a waiting season like what exactly is that so can you share what is a waiting season yeah so in my opinion though at least um, the waiting period is when you want something to happen or you expect something to happen and you don't know when it will come so that's basically my uh, description of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right exactly when you expect something to happen and you're really wanting it, it's usually, it's not just like, oh, like, I really want, I mean, I guess it's like a mini waiting season when you're like, oh, I really want some cake, and you have to wait for your cake because you have to eat your dinner or something, Um, but, like, it's usually something that's, like, fairly big, like a fairly big um, event slash, yeah, like, life event, I guess, like, stage in life that you really want, and it's not happening as quickly as you anticipate it to happen. Yes. Um, Especially if you're like looking to others and seeing that they maybe didn't have to wait very long. So, (laughs) sorry. Um, So with any waiting season, so there's, there's a lot, I'm going to just share a couple of them. It might be waiting to meet your spouse. Several of you may have experienced that. Um, I know for me, like I didn't date anyone until I met my husband. So like that was like a long waiting season of, like wondering if I was ever going to like get married. Um, and then of course waiting, waiting for long distance to be over is another waiting season. We mentioned like saving sex for marriage. That's a, that's definitely a waiting season, (laughs) waiting for engagement to be over. Even if you don't have a very long engagement, just like waiting for like the time to go, like in some ways it goes by so fast, but in some ways it goes by so slowly, uh, especially because there's a countdown to you. Um, I feel like when there's a countdown, like it's harder. <laughs> um, of course, waiting for a baby, which I've talked about in like a past episode, um, going through infertility. That's been a huge waiting season for me. Um, but with all of these kind of like examples of waiting seasons, there's so many trials and hardships that you're kind of bombarded with. So... Griselda, can you share some tips for women who find themselves in the season of waiting? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's a big one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that waiting season is, well, oftentimes we find ourselves like restless, right? Yeah. Like because we kind of like, we kind of want something to happen. Uh, but um, I think it's actually a time to rely on God. I think that's the yes. key. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you know Divine Mercy and there's like the picture and at the bottom of it, it says, Jesus, I trust in you. So that's mm-hmm. actually like it's it's encouraging us to ask for his mercy and also to trust him fully. And there's also litany of trust by the Sister of Life, I think, like uh, the sisters from St. Faustina. So I think that's a prayer that we can pray, for example. But yeah, I think we should really listen to his will and discern Mm -hmm. whether our wants is actually good or not. And also maybe it's just a good time to simply believe in Jesus. So I have a couple Mm -hmm. of stories, right, to share. So for example, um, I know some friends of mine, 
they were get, uh, trying to get pregnant. Um, but uh, some some of the the friends, so they, their circle of friends mentioned like, why don't you do adoption, for example? And then uh-huh. they, they kept on trying because um, they, they wanted like that. But eventually they considered that and now they have a beautiful baby. So I think, again, that comes back to um, listening, being open as well. And then also uh, my ex, actually, my ex and I, we were separated between Canada and the U.S. So that was my first boyfriend. (laughs) And then we we were together for about a year or so. But eventually I I learned that he's not for me. And that's another part, right? Like, um, Maybe what it's not what I want, but rather what God sees good for me. So right. yeah, so that that comes back to we have to trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think with any waiting season, I was actually just talking to someone about this, but with any waiting season, um, especially like you know, obviously, like I said, it's like something you really, really want, and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. something you want that's even bad. Like right, I mean, like mm-hmm. wanting to have a baby or wanting to get married is not a like a bad thing. You know, it's it's definitely good. But with these waiting seasons, they can either really turn you away from God yes. or they can turn you towards God. And yes. like how it does that is, is really up to you and like your decision. Um, but like, the, I, like I mentioned, the devil creeps in in every moment and like he will creep in in this waiting season as well to try mm-hmm. to like attack you and to try to kind of get you to despair and also like to <laughs> whisper things that are just not true. Like, I mean it's very easy to think that like God has forgotten you, you know, when you want something good and you aren't getting what you want. Yeah. I actually want to highlight as well as mother Mary, because, um, Mm -hmm. We, we have this misconception about her, I think. Like, um, it's easy to think that she is passive. Like, for example, okay, she heard the news, she'll be the mother of the God, and she'll just say yes, and then right. that's it. Or maybe right. when, when Jesus was were dying, was dying, and then she just watched it. So that's right. not true, because waiting does not have to be passive. It's mm-hmm. actually acti- active, right? Like, be, saying yes to God, like right. being there with Jesus, and... So it's just like a different, I think, perspective or like, yes, to, to see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, Emily Wilson had a video that she just came out with that was really good. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget what the title is. I think it's like when you when you feel like God has forgotten you or something yes. like that. And it was a really good video. And in it, she talked about St. Augustine and St. Monica and how St. Monica, obviously, she she prayed so deeply for her, her, um, her son's conversion. And, um, in the story, I'm not going to be able to recite it word for word, but, um, basically like he wanted to get away on a boat to, I think Italy. Mm -hmm. And, um, she didn't want him to go because she was like, if he goes, then he's going to like, there's no chance that he's going to regain his faith. Mm-hmm. and like he needs to stay here with me so like I can be a good example for him or you know whatever like her reasoning was like obviously she really she really felt like if he left he would he would be lost forever you know and um so she prayed to God please don't let him get on that boat and um you know she tried to stop him um and but he did end up going on that boat oh. um and going to Italy mm-hmm. and um you know actually by going to Italy that's where he met some of the other saints that were like pivotal in his conversion. <laughs> so like, you know, in his writings, he says like, like based, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember like exactly, but it's like, if, you know, she, like she felt like God had not answered her prayers, but in reality, he was always answering her prayer. Just like not the one she thought, you know, she mm-hmm. thought, Oh, well, he needs to stay here so he can like 
convert to the Catholic faith and he actually needed to go to convert to the Catholic faith. So he was always listening. It's just not in the same way. So (laughs) I I just thought that was like a beautiful story and like so true and so relevant to like Mm. this topic because it's very easy to feel like like God has forgotten you in this time, mm-hmm. um, especially when you really, really want something and it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, and um, I think, I don't know, I just thought somebody might need to hear that story. So, yes. yes. Um, okay. So what are some tips that you would give to the woman who feels like her winning season will never end? Um, I would say that... Um... You well, I guess come back to my earlier point, right? Like, um, there's a reason why God is giving you that waiting period. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe He wants you to humble yourself first, right? Mm-hmm. To be near to Him, obviously, to see His goodness. Like, you know, in in other, He gives you other gifts, right? Like He gives you, for example, food and other things, like. Yeah, so in in the season where you feel like it's so long, you cannot hold it any longer, I think that that's important to rely on God. Mm-hmm. I actually have a story about that. So um, <laughs> so back in 2015, I had psychosis. So that's like kind of like a mental, um, I don't know how to call it actually. It's not mental illness, but it's more like yeah. mental issues, I would say. Yeah. So psychosis issues. is where um, you can have like... Um, I don't know, like it might not a visual or maybe audio, like you you feel like you hear something or you you see something, right? Mm -hmm. So during that period of time, it was really dark in my days. So I was crying a lot. I was suffering a lot. Um, But uh, so it was two years. And for me, it's a long, long time. Like it just never ends. I was asking like, God, where are you? Like, I really need you like that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I didn't see him. Like, again, I said like, he asked me for to be humble and also consider the gifts that he already gives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I remember one time I wanted to jump out of a balcony, actually. So I, I was considering that. But I stopped. I think, like, no, I, I cannot do it. I just cannot do it. And then another person come to me and um, trying to ask, oh, what are you doing like that? So so the other person has stopped me, right? But um, I, I think I fail to recognize that there is the God in my life. Like he is there stopping me. That's one of the things. And second thing, he gives me a second chance to live. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So, yeah. And actually, my husband and I were talking about this last night. Um, he said, uh, well, I was kind of like I was still like in that darkness. Right. Where I, 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 I was wondering, like, was there really God? Like, does God really love me? And then my husband said, no, when you suffer, God suffers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, we have to be very close to him, especially when we feel like we don't want to. <laughs> That's often mm-hmm. happens, right? Like when you feel angry, when you feel desperate, when you just don't want to listen to God. But no, that's actually when you need God the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Yes. Like being vulnerable there. I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. And I 100% agree that like, even if it feels like, like God is abandoning you, like he's not. And there's like the story of like the foot footprint story of like um, the man who like walks on uh, the beach and there's always ah. two sets of footprints. There's his and then there's God's footprints. And, um, you know, when he looks back at his life, um, the times when he, you know, had his like lowest low, his hardest hardship, there was only one set of footprints, his, his own. 
And he asked God, like, why did you abandon me in these moments of like my hardest, my hardest times of my life? And God says, mm-hmm. like, I didn't abandon you. I was carrying you through those moments. And mm-hmm. it's just like, that's so beautiful. Even if it feels <laughs> like he's not there, like he's there. And like a lot of things with like within waiting seasons is just like being willing to like trust God. And like, like you mentioned before, and also like rely on him throughout it all. Like, I think a lot of times, at least for me, I don't know if this is relatable for anyone else, but like when there's a hardship, like I feel like it's all on me to carry it. Like it's all, Mm. it's all my responsibility. And that's like definitely not true. There's other people in your life that are like wanting to help you through it. Um, But of course our Lord and our lady are ready and willing to help you. You just kind of, you have to be open to that and be willing to like ask for help, which is sometimes a really hard thing to do. So, (laughs) um, but it's really important. Um, okay. So kind of going along with that, what are some tips that you have for the woman who feels like her waiting season is almost like, like a punishment from God? Mm -hmm. So I guess in my opinion, um, it all comes back to what is good for us, right? Sometimes we want some things and then turns out that it it's not really what we need so Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a punishment honestly like waiting season is more like being humble and being close to god like that so um so for example for me at the very least like i remember for so i had my first boyfriend was when i was 28 and for 28 years i feel like so jealous so like angry like i was just yeah, with my other friends, right? Because my circle of friends, they already have boyfriends. They already, like, have having fun, essentially. Um, but, yeah, during those 28 years, I actually was very specific. Like, <laughs> I was so influenced by my friends that I wanted a boyfriend who has Chinese descendants. Because my oh. friends are all Chinese Indonesians. So, so, yeah, I was too specific, I guess. So <laughs> God was trying to change my heart there. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's not a punishment, honestly. Like, maybe it's just... It's just like God is trying to change, shift your perspectives like that. So, yeah, after 28 years, I found my first, sorry, 27, actually, 27 years, I found my first boyfriend. Well, he turned out not to be the one, but only a day's, no, yeah, I guess a day's later, a few days later, I, I found my another boyfriend and then becomes my husband. So Wow. That's yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how like we, we think so much that we like want slash need something and it's like mm-hmm. not, not the case. And it's, it's funny to look back on it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But something to talk about, uh, sorry, something going along with like the punishment aspect, mm-hmm. like, like you mentioned, like this isn't a punishment like from God, sometimes it's like a teaching moment. Um, and you know, Christ said like, take up your cross and follow me. So he never promised that we would like live life without crosses. Like we all Mm -hmm. have our own hardships and our own crosses, but that's like the way to get to heaven. And there's like another like little story about like a man who, um, you know, like he goes to God and he says like, this cross is too heavy. Like I don't know why you gave it to me, but this is too heavy. And like, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not supposed to be carrying this. And, um, you know, so Christ said, okay, well, there's so many other crosses, like like, take your pick and like, just take one of the, uh, one of the other ones. So the man agrees and he's like, okay, there's definitely going to be something else for me. And so he like picks up one cross and it's like, it's too heavy. Um, One is like really, really long. Uh, One has like a ton of splinters in it. 
and then he finally lands on one and he says like this is the cross i can handle it it's not easy but i can handle this one and christ says like this is the original cross that i gave (laughs) like he he knows like Mm. it's like it's hard to think of that in the moment when you're going through something that is so hard and you're like, I can't do this. Like, I, I'm not capable. But, like, Christ knows, like, our capabilities. And yeah. like I said before, like, he never promised that this life would be without hardship, without suffering. I don't think there's any person who goes through life without suffering or without, mm-hmm. like, waiting seasons and stuff like that. They just look different for each person. And some are more obvious than others. Like, some people may never know, like, you know, you may never know your best friend's like yeah, that's true. like that but yeah actually um i wanted to add actually um i remember a talk from father chad Ripperger. so okay. he's an exorcist but um what he says is that you know god allows the devil to cause some sufferings on us because because he wants us to become saints so mm-hmm. it works like this like uh, for example if you are struggling with lust and then you are sinful because you do lustful things, for example. So that's actually God nudging you, like <laughs> pointing you out that you need to work on chastity, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's because um, in the heaven, they actually have ranks or not ranks, but kind of like uh, certain degrees, right? Like angels right. have certain degrees and the saints has to go to certain degrees. So essentially God wa- gives you the challenge because he wants you to be in heaven later on in a certain degree. So that's mm-hmm. why, like, I think that's another way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely not anything that I ever thought about, really. So that's <laughs> cool. I mean, I know that God, you know, wants us to get to heaven, but I forgot about, like, the different degrees and, like, levels and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that is yeah. beautiful. And the other level, you know, is, of course, that, like, you know, the suffering that we do now will, you know, if we are, you know, if we end up going to purgatory, like, it will take mm. off time as long as, you know, we suffer, like, well you know not complain so much and everything (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is something i need to work on but um (laughs) but one of the priests you know was talking about purgatory and just like you know it's not a place that we want to be like we shouldn't strive to be in purgatory because there is a lot of pain and suffering and like time is like there is no time there so like a day there is not like a day here so right there there's a lot to think about like you know, when we're thinking about suffering, like the suffering here is nothing compared to suffering that, you know, in purgatory. So we should strive to do everything we can to, you know, use this time wisely um, Mm -hmm. for ourselves. And then also for like our family members, for those who have passed away um, and like offering Mm -hmm. it up, offering up like the really hard times and everything. So, um, So I personally think that one of the hardest things within waiting seasons, and I know I can 100% relate to this, um, but you kind of mentioned it a little bit, like definitely the level of like comparison and jealousy. So like, especially when you're like looking at someone else and they have what you want, or like they didn't have to wait for whatever you want, like they, Mm -hmm. or their waiting season was like way, way shorter than yours. And it's Mm -hmm. like really hard like to not compare. So do you have any advice for that? Um, actually, I might refer to the, um, this is going to be theoretical, but it kind of makes sense. Okay. So <laughs> if you have, if you ever heard seven deadly sins, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's another counter like um, side of it, which is seven holy virtues. So right. for example, I 
think uh, envy is what well, I forgot. Like, what's the opposite of envy? But for example, um, pride is humility, right. and then right, and then um, gluttony right. is uh, temperance, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, envy is gratitude. Right, like if you have envy, oh, okay. that means you okay. need to to work on gratitude. So right. yeah, so uh, that is like the the base of the sins. But actually, there's another book by Bob Schutz called "Be Healed." So he's he's the founder of Saint John Paul II Healing Center. So there, there's Bob Schutz and also Sister Miriam um, Heinland. I forgot the full name. <laughs> yeah, from Seoul. Sister of, uh, yeah, so Seoul. Uh, yeah, so his book, Be Healed, is mentioned like, uh, okay, so there is our sin and then there's, there are wounds behind it. So, yeah, that's the part that I wanted to share. I guess like um, when you when you are sinful, then you need to work on some virtues, but also you need to address those wounds. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Like that envy, maybe um, there are root cause about like, um, I'm not sure, like maybe um, fear or maybe Mm -hmm. abandonment issues. Like, Like that's something you need to work on, something you need to face the what's the truth behind it and then realize that you know at the end of the day god is true love god is with me like that so mm-hmm. it's part of my uh the healing project right that know the better that's why i, I try i'm trying to learn about it but yeah no that's awesome yeah and i i mean it's going to be hard because like there's always going to be people to look to like when i was like single and i'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure you can probably relate to this too is just like looking at all you know my friends and stuff like that and like wondering like why is God giving them like a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and not me? Like, did I do, you know, is, is he punishing me? You know, like that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that it can be really hard, but like really try not to. Cause, um, I talk about this, you know, to some of my friends and stuff like that, but like comparison, you know, they say comparison is the thief of joy, but I also believe that comparison is the thief of peace too. Mm. Um, and it is just so hard sometimes to not compare, but if you really like settle into like what God's plan is for you and you like look at like the bigger picture, because it's, it's hard, right? When you're like in a waiting season and you're just looking at what's in front of you and like you feel like you're in it forever and you're just like wondering when it'll end, like looking at the bigger picture and like the bigger purpose of all mm-hmm. of this is I think so key because like we aren't meant for this life right like obviously there are you know not that like we shouldn't try to enjoy it and try to you know live it to the best of our abilities but like we are meant for heaven and so I think Mm -hmm. if we keep that in like focus it helps at least at least it helps me (laughs) it helps a lot just to like see what the bigger picture is and that this isn't this isn't this life isn't like our end goal right (laughs) and I think that's one thing as Catholics that like is so amazing, you know, like that we have this, our Catholic faith and like that we can know that, like that this is not the end all be all, like there's so much more and so much better coming. Yeah, actually, I, I, I will share like two stories, right? Like, not just okay. stories, but just sharing. Um, one is like, we're currently in the Black Friday season <laughs> and the Cyber Monday season mm-hmm. where, you know, like there's so many advertisements, like you should get this and you'll be happy and you should get this and you'll feel like, you know, appreciated mm-hmm. or something. I don't know, like attractive or something. But yeah, it's like, 
so many things that you can compare nowadays, especially with the social media. So, yes. <laughs> so that yes. that's our challenge for today's world. But yeah, we need to to be as you said to be able to be gra- uh, grateful as well, right? The other the other one I was going to mention, if any of the listeners, if any of you are struggling to find a job, for example, like and then you maybe you just graduated or maybe you're trying to find a job and then you're looking at other people who's success successful mm-hmm. and then you're, you're tempted to just cut uh, doing the shortcut maybe i don't know like um because you are so like jealous or maybe yeah you just you just want to be in that her their places right? right so that's why again it has to come back to the bigger picture like is this what god wants for me and then am i will i be growing through that path like so yeah mm-hmm. those i think very relatable <laughs> examples absolutely um, all right. So are there any saints that you recommend like praying to during like the waiting seasons of life? Ah, right. Um, I do not know any specific saints for season of waiting, but okay. I do have some favorites like St. Teresa of Kolkata and then my baptismal saint, St. Ursula. Like I have several. Mm-hmm. Also Our Lady of um, Underwear Knots, Our Lady of Sorrow. So mm-hmm. you can always pray for them. But I would like to mention a, a story, if I may. <laughs> so this is based on form.org. So if you don't know, this is actually the Netflix for Catholics where you can binge watch like, you know, religious stories, religious movies. Yes, form.org. And then so there's the Catholic Mom Summit. Um, There's an episode uh, where a lady mentioned her story. Mm -hmm. So she's a Catholic speaker. And then uh, one day, um, well, not one day, her daughter, Roma, she always has sickness. So they thought it's normal, you know, like sometimes she just took days off from the school. But one day it, it went so bad that they had to go to the hospital. And then the doctor okay. said, oh, this is fine. This, there's nothing wrong. But there is one detail that they were concerned about. Roma mentioned she had headache. Now, the doctor mentioned, okay, maybe do CAT scan or MRI scan, whichever, right? And then they did CAT scan. And then it turns out there there was a blood clot, uh, clot sorry, blood clot in her brain mm-hmm. yeah and she was still five years old so wow. the the yeah the the mother was really um i don't know surprised and then she asked for the audience she asked for the uh, family and friends to pray for roma specifically mm-hmm. to ask for the uh, intercession of blessed chiara now um after some days, I think uh, the hospital, the hospital called the family and then mentioned, you know, miraculously or not miraculously, they didn't say miraculously, but uh, right. the blood clot um, liquid liquidifies or liquidates, liquidates, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. And then she remembered a saint called Saint Genario, who is Saint January, I guess, in the okay. um, Western world. Uh, not Western, I mean, America, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. And so St. Genario, uh, she, he has a relic, which is dry blood, like a dried blood. Oh. And then this dried blood liquidates only on three dates, like certain dates, right? And then the dates are aligned with that news and also the operation date. Um, wow. And so uh, she believed that St. Genario intercede for Roma, the daughter. And she was surprised because she was specific, like, okay, pray for Blessed Chiara and then St. Genario intercede, right? So what I'm trying to say is that the moral of the story is that when you ask for something to God, actually the heaven intercedes, like, together. Like, mm-hmm. so, 
yeah, maybe you have your scenes, your favorite scenes, but yeah, also keep in mind that there are the heaven, like all together, like with the whole army of angels, like they're all willing to intercede for you. Yeah, that's such a beautiful thought to like yeah. think about. Like they're all wanting to help you, like, and obviously help you to get to heaven. And yeah, I just think mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. I will say, obviously, Saint Monica um, is a good saint for you know praying to during wedding yes. seasons um, with her experience with Saint Augustine. And then another like title of Our Lady is Queen of Peace. Um, mm. and my husband actually got me like a queen of peace medal that I wear around my neck. <laughs> um, but she is a good, you know, she, she's definitely good to pray to you as well. To, like to ask mm-hmm. for intercession. Um, you know, our lady just in general is great. Cause like you mentioned, yes. like, you know, she went through a lot of hardships and you no, know, I mean, she, she almost kind of went through a wedding season too with like our Lord. I mean, she knew that this was going to happen, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, he was going to be crucified and, you know, there is like waiting in that time, right? You know, like there's mm-hmm. joy being with her son, but obviously waiting that like this is going to happen ultimately. So she, yeah. you know, she definitely, there are like, you know, the seven sorrows of Our Lady. So yes, actually, she um, suffering for sure. Yeah, uh, I was going to mention also maybe it's good to have Marian consecration. If you know it's mm-hmm. 33 days of Marian consecration, that one, it means by consecrating, it means to give yourself as an intimate gift to God. So mm-hmm. you give your works, your possessions, your, um, you know, your, your talents, everything. You give everything to the intercession of Our Lady. But why am I telling you this is because you, uh, I guess like, um yeah when you consecrate yourself to Jesus through Mary it will bring you closer to God right mm. and yeah it's just a good um devotion for her right and our lord respects our lady so much i mean obviously as catholics we know this but like there's so many people who like you know obviously hate our lady um there's yeah. a lot of you know a lot non-catholics that obviously just just don't get it yeah. But our Lord respects her and loves her so deeply. So why wouldn't yes. we want to be close to her? Um, yes. Like, it's just, I don't know. To me, it seems like a no-brainer. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's like, she's incredible. So yes. and she's, she does so much for her children. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely stay close to Our Lady. And Queen of Peace is a good title. Um, yes. Okay, so thank you so much for sharing, like, about, like, waiting seasons and everything. Like, this has been... <laughs> I think really relevant and like I said like probably everyone who's listening has gone through a wedding season or will be going through it I mean in, even engagement itself is a, like is a waiting season um so it's definitely super relevant so I really appreciate like you taking the time to come on here and chat with us for a little bit um so you mentioned before that you do have a photography business so can you yes. share a little bit more about that and, like where you're based and like if you travel and all that kind of stuff Yes, I, I do photography as a side business. It's called Griselda Portraits. I'm based in Edmonton, which is in Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. But I do travel. I, I'd love to travel. So essentially what I do is um, I'm, I'm trying to incorporate my we- uh, sorry uh, photography business into that uh, Know the Better Catholic project. Oh, so okay. I want to write, uh, in a sense, I want to um, connect with my clients, hear their stories, like, you know, like try to heal whatever wounds they have, if I can, like encourage them to be closer to God. And for the services, I forgot to mention, <laughs> for the services, I do weddings, I do families, I do okay. um, individuals as well, and engagement. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. And do mm-hmm. you travel outside of Canada or do you stick to Canada mostly? 
Uh, no, I can. I can also take that one. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I can, I can travel as well. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, if you're ever in Cincinnati, you better come say hi to me. Oh, yes, I want to. (laughs) I want to meet you in person, of course. I know. I really want to do like some sort of get together. I think that'd be so fun. Um, okay, and then last question for you. So we ask this to all of our guests. Um, mm-hmm. But what is one piece of advice you would give to a newly engaged couple? Yes. <laughs> so newly engaged couple. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you need to be there for God. And also, of course, be there for each other, right? Mm-hmm. So um, actually, the waiting period of engagement is where you want to know, like, um, you know, for you want to know for sure what you think, also how you handle problems. So mm-hmm. yeah, I will share another story. Sorry, no, but um, fine. yeah, I love it. Yeah, so uh, my husband, or rather, my uh, he was my boyfriend back then. So when he came to Edmonton, he was from Toronto, right? He was studying mm-hmm. there and got a job there, and then he came to Edmonton. Anyway, he was struggling to find a full-time job. So he kept getting contracts, but not full-time job. So at one point, he was asking me, okay, so what do you think if I go back to my home country? And then I, I of course, I don't want that, right? right. <laughs> I, I really, I'm really like, I, no, I don't want that. But what I said instead is like, if that what it takes, then let's do it. So mm-hmm. I was surprised myself, like, because I was surprised that I didn't mind being separated from him. And I realized because that's because I want the relationship to grow, right? I don't want mm-hmm. that just about me, like my selfishness. It's instead, like, I wanted to be together. So um, yeah, that's the lesson. And of course, months later, he got a full-time job and he proposed. So of course, everything goes well. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And like yeah. having that like unconditional, like love yeah. and selflessness, like during dating and engagement, like I feel like that only will set you up for success in marriage too, because yes. there'll be times when you're going to have to deny your own will. Like you're going to not want to do something, but you mm-hmm. will do it anyways, because of your husband and like that is just so so beautiful and i totally recommend the facebook group that you have the oh, catholic <laughs> bride i believe well yes. you can correct me anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes definitely the catholic bride is really great because everyone you know everyone's going through kind of what you're going through or they recently have like we have people who are still on there that are already married um and it's just like such a great like way to connect with other people that mm-hmm. isn't just like I don't know. I I don't think I was really in like wedding groups when I was like engaged. So I don't, I guess I can't really say for sure, but I anticipate that a lot of Facebook groups for like your local area are probably more like complaining about like (laughs) things and like everyone just being like, Oh, it's your day. Do whatever you want kind of thing, which like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, there obviously, you know, some situations it depends on what's going on, but I think, you know, and it's like all about like having like, the big event and not like about caring about the actual sacraments and everything like that. So I think it's just like, it's just like a different level of like people who like get it that aren't just like going to be like, Oh, you know, tell your priest no, because it's your day. And like, you know, you want to do what you want to do. I'm not saying that people say that, but I'm just saying like, that vibe is just not there. Like, you know, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is like in other like local Facebook groups, but it was really designed to like help serve Catholic rights. So Um, so yeah thank you for the shout out (laughs) of course Um, that's awesome okay actually this is the last question Um, (laughs) um, so I really appreciate you like coming on here and like chatting with us and everything so where can people like find you maybe they want to book you for photography session or maybe um, they want to like learn more about your ministry like where can they find you 
Yes, so Catholic-wise, like Catholic project-wise, you'll find me in Know The Better. So that's in YouTube, also in Instagram, Know The Better. I'm doing Marian Consecration actually right now. Like um, I'll finish oh, by awesome. December 8th, the Solemnity of oh, Immaculate Conception. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I like the timing. And, <laughs> yeah. And then photography-wise, it will be Griselda Portraits. That was That is for our website, Instagram, and Facebook. Awesome. Um, I do want to... I was, I was looking desperately in the Bible because... I know, I know the the kind of like the the part, but I forgot which chapter or which book it was. But yeah, if I may, like read it from Ecclesiastes. Yes, of course. Yeah. So Ecclesiastes three, everything has its time. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sue. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> that is so good. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that and reading that for us. Because I feel like yes. that is 100% perfect to end this episode. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well... Again, thank you so, so much for coming on here and spending some time with me and chatting all about waiting seasons. Guys, definitely check out her work and definitely check out her ministry if that resonates with you or perhaps even if that's not like something that you need right now, but if you have a family member or a friend or your fiance or, you know, whoever it might be that like you feel like maybe needs that and, you know, maybe wants to you know, grow stronger in their faith, definitely check it out because... I, I love that you're doing that. I think it's so valuable. So thank you. Um, yeah, thank you so much again for coming on here. And um, for all of our listeners, if you have any questions for us, you can email us at catholicweddingpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at catholicweddingpodcast. Thank you so much. Bye guys. God bless. God bless. <laughs>